Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Talkscapers Podcast. Back with a daily episode. I'm Simo. Today, I'm joined by Jake. Say hello, Jake. Hi guys, welcome back. I'm Ross, joined by Billy. Say hello, Billy. Hello, mate. You're right. I'm all right. I'm all right. First, before we get started, we're going to do a prem preview. The game that I'm going to preview is uh, Arsenal uh, Forest. Um, the reason I want to preview that is because Arsenal top of the league, and they've got Man City now breathing down their necks after dropping two points against Southampton last week. Uh, Jacob Boy is going to do Leeds Liverpool, and Billy Boy is going to who've who Villa got this week? Newcastle. Newcastle. Oh, of course, it's it's because you just did. Yeah. Speaking of yeah, that, yeah. before we get started, um, you you were on a you were on a <laughs> podcast last night, Billy Boy. I was yes, the loaded you, mag NUFC. It was called. Yeah, uh, definitely worth the watch. I watched it. Um, mm, I was waiting for you to come on our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I still made it though, just in time. Just in time, mate. Just snuck in the door, mate. <laughs> snuck in the back door. Didn't even notice. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and you did a combined 11, right? And I won't go through the full 11. But there's you got a lot of shit, Billy. Yeah, yeah you got yeah. a lot of shit. You got a lot of shit. So, basically, right. for like, basically, you put... One was that Ashley Young get in. Yeah. And I think that's a bit harsh. I think Ashley Young has actually been probably one of the brighter spots. That, that's why he got in. I mean, yeah. you, you need to watch You need to watch the full thing, really, to hear reasonings and stuff like that. But that's, that's the one where I'm on your side. Ashley been our best player. However, the one where I'm not on your side is Joel Linton should 100 percent get that. That's it. He was he was in there. He was, was he? in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we had to make a last minute change because it was too defensive, and we had to bring in a couple more attacking players. Otherwise, I think it was like St. Maximin, Wendia, and a few others. A couple of the others weren't, and Almiron that was the other one. Otherwise, they wouldn't have been able to get in and make it work in an actual formation. Well, so we I go. think. I think you could make it work. You could put Bruno next to Joe Linton in the midfield, put Brendy <laughs> in front of them, and you make it work, mate. Okay, Joe Linton getting left out of that team is an absolute travesty. <laughs> A disrespect anyway. to the former striker. <laughs> former striker. <laughs> now, now hard-working defensive midfielder. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, man, fucking hell. Uh, brilliant. Yeah, disrespect to the striker that scored two and 50. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Very much so. <laughs> right, oh, boys. Um, right, I'm going to start. I'm going to start us off by uh, previewing Arsenal against Forest. Uh, Saka got rested midweek in Europa and uh, Arsenal failed to beat Southampton at the weekend as I've already mentioned which which is uh, I think this now makes it right, I'll start this by saying there was a stat that came out and said like, no team has ever started the season this well and not won the league right? but also no team has had to compete against what, wasn't, this Manchester City side with <laughs> the best striker in the world in it you know um, sorry to interrupt Simo but wasn't the stat something like no, no team has started this well since Arsenal did it or something like that. I yeah, I think maybe it was something, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I was, not that it makes two. This is not, I know this, yeah. is, this is the best start to a league ever. This oh, is wasn't Arsenal's, it? Yeah, yeah. Wasn't it uh, yeah, something no side since since Arsenal had the started well and not won the league or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah something was, like that. Something daft like that, yeah. Yeah, not, yeah. not that it makes too much of a difference, but... Yeah, it's still, <laughs> it's still a pretty, it's, it's still a pretty yeah. um, strange insight because... With normal jogging, you know, you look back sort of five, six, seven years ago that, mm. you know, the, the league would still be competitive. And Arsenal sit top of the league and it's weird that Arsenal sit top of the league and they've been so good so far, but they're still not really anybody's favourites to win the league, you know? Mm. And that's that's the Manchester I City effect. I think that's just credit to Man City, isn't it, really? Yeah, and I think, see, now that, now that, that gap's closed <laughs> to just two points, I think that's when you might see Pep's high catch up because the pressure is on now that the Arsenal know it. they're going to go in every game knowing that if they lose they could potentially come off the top of the league you know mm. yeah. and I wonder I wonder what these Arsenal players are thinking or they think you know they must be thinking they're going to shout to compete for a title you know made it you know we're nearly out of October and uh, they're still in it which is <laughs> to be honest like, the way this man none of us would have said that would we no <laughs> no, no. Chance. Um, yeah I think it's an interesting one and and Forest, I don't know I say, are they, are they experiencing a bit of a turnaround? You know, they did very, very well against Liverpool defensively. And I think, I don't know, it just feels like all the pressure's on Arsenal to go and win this game. They've won, I think, the last eight games at home. Uh, so I think, I'm, I'm a bit torn, to be honest. I'm a bit torn, to be honest. I would go through a lineup, but I think everybody knows what it's going to be. Saka was obviously rested. He's a nailed-on starter, even if he wasn't. You know, hmm. I think it'll be the front four, Martinelli, Odegaard, Jesus and Saka. It'll probably be Xhaka and Partey in the midfield. In the back line, it'll probably be um, White, Saliba, uh, Gabriel and probably Tier. No, oh, I think Tierney Gabriel right might back. be... think Gabriel's injured. Is he? I, I believe I saw I saw a tweet yesterday saying that he came off against PSG, mm. grimacing in pain. That was that was the words that was used. I think. Right. So, I even so, it, I don't think it makes too much of a difference, though. To be honest with yeah, you, yeah, Tommy Asu will come in. Someone shift to... Ben White yeah. over, won't they? Yeah, they'll just. Yeah. Shift. It's yeah, a simple. It's... it's a simple, simple enough solution for them. And do you know what, Tommy? Tommy Asu, every time I've seen him this season, is. is Sean is yeah, exactly. more than good enough to be in this side. Yeah, he's more than good enough to be in this side. And Ben White, very, very consistent. Um, and even failing that, you get Rob Holden, who's just happy to play that just extra man. And he's just happy <laughs> to play that extra man. Like, yeah. you know, comes just on. Be that five at the back for 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd be happy to do that for whatever wage he's on as well. Interesting one for sure. Uh, just just to throw a, a, a few more stats at you, I think I think one of the reasons why this uh, Arsenal side has been so successful is the goals are spread out very much 
what brought success to Liverpool was the goals are always spread out. So if one's not firing, you're still in with a chance. So, you know, five goals for Gabriel Jesus, uh, four for Saka, four for Mart- Martinelli. That's a nice spread out. And obviously you've got Odegaard and other players that have, the defensive players that have, you know, picked up yeah. um, goals as well. So it's really, really spread across the team. And Arsenal are the form team in the league, just going off average rating for, for all those statues out there. But... <laughs> I think this is on Sunday. It's a two o'clock kickoff. I'm definitely going to watch it. I think Forrest can play without a bit of pressure. This isn't a game they're expected to really do anything. And you do often see these, you know, the leagues that are down that end, the, the teams that are down that end of the table when they, when they can play without pressure. Sometimes they put in a bit like Forrest against Liverpool. Nobody expects them to get absolutely anything from that game. Mm. They were excellent front to back. Um, and I think this, this could be more of the same. I don't think it's a nailed on for an Arsenal win, but. I start to wonder when this Arsenal team is probably going to start feeling it in the legs a little bit. From what yeah. I, I didn't watch them on Thursday, but I don't think they were at their best on Thursday, even though it might have been a wee bit of a rotated side, but they don't rotate all that much. So my They don't really have is, the depth to either. No. Either they do, that's the thing. We've got all the depth at the back, I think. You know, Tierney Sinchenko, that's that's good depth for yeah. right back. And you've obviously got Tommy Asu who can come in and play right back as well. And, and centre back, you can play anywhere across the back floor. So I think they've got depth at the back. It's just maybe in the midfield outside Jack and party, you may be thinking yeah. actually in the centre of the midfield, you may maybe think they, they, they take a step down, you know, when they bring and on the wings as well. You could argue as well, because I mean, if, if Saki gets injured, then it's a case of, well, <laughs> who, who have we got now? Yeah. Smith. Smith Rowe, still, I suppose, well, still injured. If, if he's injured, still um, injured. That's really it. Other than, I think they've got a young Brazilian, Marquinhos, I think his name is. Who's also injured. <laughs> oh, fair enough, yeah. And then, and then you're looking at Fabio Vieira, who's playing, then would be playing out of position. Best, and, yeah, best as a 10. Yeah, I think, so I think actually, kind of, you'd probably want to move uh, Jesus out to either side, left or right, and then you put in yeah, through the middle. Yeah, that's a shout, actually. Yeah. That would probably make the most sense. So they are, they are a deep squad. I think, you know, if I talk like if they strengthen a little bit in January, and I think really if they get one player that that can come into the first eleven and really add something, then that's a that's a step up. I found that when Liverpool were going through their developmental period, it was it wasn't like a ton of signings that made differences. It was mm-hmm. little, little incremental ones that turned it from being like a very good team to the team that went on and, and did a lot of good things. Yeah, my prediction for this would be um, I, I I do still predict an Arsenal win, um, but I wouldn't I wouldn't really like a draw. I wouldn't really let a draw at all for this match. Uh, the only thing that I would say on that, I mean, it, I, I do agree with you. You know, Forest have got a decent bit of momentum behind them. The fact that it's at the Emirates, yeah, they have is, that is what unbeaten record right now. Yeah, it's what would push anyone, I think, really to to choose an Arsenal win. I mean. It, it I still am choosing an Arsenal win, just to be crystal clear. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it makes sense. It's, yeah. it's top of the table against bottom of the table. I can't believe it's. It feels weird that we're even debating whether they whether they're going to win or not. But obviously, Forest <laughs> do have that little bit of form. But the fact that it's at the Emirates, it's it's just going to be too much for them. I think. Hmm. I do agree. I do agree. Uh, Jakey boy, uh, I'm going to come to you, and we're going to preview at Liverpool and. Um, who we got again? Leeds. Leeds. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. 
Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, big game. Uh, a big game for both sides. You know, for Leeds, Jesse Marsh is, it really needs a result here. It's at Anfield. Last time out, it was 6 0. You know, so it could well easily be that again. I think you know even the most ardent Leeds fan would would admit that if Liverpool are on form, it could quite easily be that. But you know, last time out, Liverpool got beat to Nottingham Forest, brought us sort of back down to earth mm-hmm. after beating Man City and West Ham. Yeah, and we've been very very up and down this season in the league, even against Ajax. You know, we won three 0 but for the first sort of forty minutes, we were very poor till Mo Salah scored, and after that, it was it was very comfortable for Liverpool. One thing for me though that does really tip this in Liverpool's favour is the return of Thiago. He, I mean, for me, he's one of the best the best players in the world. He's absolutely fantastic. The things he could do on the ball, his vision, the, the way he brings composure and balance and, and just something different to that Liverpool midfield really just makes him so key. And it's actually quite worrying how bad Liverpool are without Thiago in that side. <laughs> um, and another one, you know, is, is what formation does Jurgen Klopp play? He's been... In you know, with a lot of different formations this season, we've had four three three, which hasn't worked as usual, which is a bit different. Yeah, kind of really fell off, really struggled mm. in that in that shape. Yeah, we played a four four two against Ajax, which worked really well in especially in that second half when we needed to sort of get a grip. Well, sort of towards the end of the first half and into the second half, it worked really really well. Salah and Nunes, I thought, worked really well up front together. Elliot out on the right, and uh, I can't remember who was out on the left, but whoever was on the left played well. Where he was, um, but for me, I think I think Liverpool will win. And yeah, I don't think there's much more to say. Leeds need a result, but I can't really see them getting one. If I'm being honest, but I've said that no, I've said I've said I that so just... much this season. But I think they're so disjointed, and Liverpool will be looking to bounce back. It's at Anfield. Our record at Anfield is, but it's genuinely still pretty good this season. You know, it's, it's just it's it really is what, what is Liverpool side I turns be, up. I would be worried if this wasn't mm. Anfield. I really would be. Because... Yeah. The last time I seen I watched Leeds it was against Fulham, and it was just all down to really individual errors. You know, really, really poor defending. It wasn't like it wasn't like they didn't defend well. They defended well for the majority of the game outside mm. those sort of individual moments. And I, I just don't. I, I look at the team that's probably predicted to line up, and I think there's a couple of players that have had you know shockers. Luke Halen isn't in the best of form. Um, they got. Sam Greenwood, who's I just don't feel quite ready yet in the midfield, mm. and uh, obviously I don't know if Bamford's going to start. It, you know, apparently he's fully fit and he, he can start, but you know you get players that up front that they can potentially. If you, I think you like get pace against Liverpool, expose that high line. It's worked. It's worked you know, so far this season. You can it? get like the young youngster Sinistera. Um, maybe Jack Harrison, Aronson as well, who plays like a, as a 10, um, who's got like the, you know, young American boy. He's got quite a bit of pace and Rodrigo as well. But again, maybe Banford is a guy to hit, but I don't really think you can drop Rodrigo with the form he's in just now. 
Just going back to sort of the game last season, it, I think it was still under Bielsa and Leeds were really, really struggling. And I was at that game and I was, I was watching it and you could see it on the players and you could see it sort of on Bielsa and even their fans to a certain extent, you know, they're, they're just very sort of late, not lazy, but it wasn't Leeds that you knew from a Bielsa side. And I sort of get the feeling that this Leeds team is doing sort of the similar thing to the end of the Bielsa reign as it's sort of doing under Jesse Marsh at the minute. You That's kind of get, feel like it's dying a death. It's it? dying a little bit of a death, yeah. And I think, I think, I just want to completely change the subject and go on to Darwin Nunes. I think if he if he starts, you know, he could be really key for Liverpool. One thing for me about Liverpool the last couple of years, and we've seen it against sides like Sean Dyches, Burnley and teams like that, is we've sort of became a little bit predictable. Teams sort of figured out how to stop us and bringing in Thiago solved a lot of them problems. But what I love about Nunes is he's so unpredictable. It, you know, he doesn't know what he's going to do. So how's the defender going to know what he's going to do? And that's what <laughs> I really, that's what I like about him. He is something different. You know, he's clocked up the fastest speed in the Premier League this season. He, Faster he's great, than He's great in the air. He can finish. <laughs> yeah, he's a little bit greedy. But do you know what? If he carries on the way he's going... I've got no issues with the lad. <laughs> I am not completely sold on him. I'm not against him or anything like that. I'm not completely sold on Darwin Nunes. There's a lot of things I love about his play. He's a terrific athlete. He's exceptional. He's an exceptional athlete. He's incredible. He's built and strong and he's fast and he's actually quite technical as well in, in certain areas in the pitch. Um, but I just... It's his decision making for me that it's just a it's just a worry, you know. It's, the good the good thing with stuff like that is you they can change. Teach, that that's why I don't want to write. Yeah. Whereas if, if and I'm sure a couple of hairdryers from Klopp, you know, exactly reinforce that. that. Exactly that. It, you know, if it was <laughs> if it was something different, say it's just it's sort of a bit like Timo Werner. Say if his finishing was just was just all over the place and, and dreadful. Yeah, at, at that. If you're, you know, reaching your mid twenties as a footballer, as a striker, and you still can't finish, you can't really teach him how to score. He gets mm. in the right areas. He has scored, you know, I think he's got six, seven goals this season already. So, you know, while it doesn't seem a lot because of what Haaland is doing, mm. it's still a very good return for someone in his debut season so far in the Premier League. He's only started five or six games to score, you know, six or seven goals for me is is everything you want and he's getting in the right areas he's causing problems for teams and yeah for me all the problems that I see in Darwin Nunes you can teach you can teach him decision making you can teach him when to pass like you said Simo a couple of hair drives from Klopp the players he's got around him as well they're going to give him a bit of shit if he doesn't you know lift his head up and and give it to them especially the likes of Salah and players like that I think he'll be just fine at Liverpool yeah I hope so I hope so. Billy Boy, what are your thoughts on this match? Can you see anything past the Liverpool win? Not really. No, I, I'm just going to sound a bit like an echo chamber, really, with uh, with what Jake's just said. I think Leeds are kind of towards the end of the Jesse Marsh reign. I think everyone can kind of feel it. I think the, the fans have turned on him as well, which is never a good sign. Well, some of them are still, still kind of backing him a little bit. but Yeah, um, but from, from what I've heard, he's cut, he's almost very nearly lost I the actually, away fans. I actually so spoke to a Leeds fan. Away fan as soon, sorry, Jake, but as soon as you lose the away fans, it's kind of the beginning yeah. of the end. Yeah. If yeah. Not already the end, if you know what I mean. 
I actually spoke to a Leeds fan today and I asked him about, about Jesse Marsh and I said, you know, what, what are your feelings? And he said, up until about two or three weeks ago, he was sort of still on board. He said, but, but he's not anymore. He's, he's just like a, you know, a season ticket order and things like that. So, you know, and he, he said, it's, it's, he said it sort of, like he said, two or three games ago in the ground, he said it was sort of 50 50. He said, but now it's more 90. Maybe there's like, <laughs> A couple of hundred people <laughs> dotted around the ground again. It can still work. Ted Lasso. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, just, believe. Just lasso it, you know? yeah, yeah. Just believe. You see a guy standing next to him in a cut, the touchline with a beard just to like, oh, fuck it with me. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Sorry to interrupt you there, Billy, but. <laughs> no, oh, that's all right. We're going to move on. To yeah, we're going to move on, Billy. We're going to preview. We're going to wrap this up by previewing um, Filler. Uh, before you just get into your preview, there, I want to ask you um, something I'm very curious about, and that is does this uh, Dindonka keep his place? Because from what I heard, he was exceptional in that midfield and solved a lot of problems that Gerard. I don't think Gerard favoured Dindonka as a starter, but seems to have looked, looked like he solved a lot of the problems that Gerard yeah. actually had. <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> To, to go in that game and not start the same team would be concerning because there must be an injury somewhere. Yeah. Um, I think it just makes sense to keep that momentum. Like you say, Dendonka was fantastic. How how long have I been on here screaming out that Villa needs that tall, bullyish kind of presence in midfield? Not that long, mate. We've not podded for about two weeks. (laughs) 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 Time last time we, uh, I think last time we podded, you were still Team Gerard for me. (laughs) 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 Go on, Billy. Go on, Billy. You've got me there. (laughs) Um, But no, we've been screaming out for a bit of a destroyer in the midfield for a very long time. Goes back before the two weeks, Jake. <laughs> um, and yeah, he was just he was just fantastic alongside Douglas Louise. They just I I don't know kind of what happened, but it was just it was just perfect. It just looked really good. It was nice to watch. They linked up brilliantly. One of the when one of them would push forward, the other one would sit back. They just worked in sync, and it it was really pleasing to watch and. You know, we bought Dendonka on deadline day for 13 to 15 million. Can't remember off the top of my head from Wolves. It's a good signing. Yeah, at the I time, so. I, yeah, at the that, time yeah. I said that it was a fantastic Quite, signing. You know, that he's destroyed that we need. A lot of utility. He's, he can play yeah. centre back. He can play as like a CDM. Exactly, yeah. He can step he, right into midfield and in, into in the centre of midfield, if that's, which I feel like that's what he was kind of doing. He was kind of playing between a six. Yeah. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And then the uh, centre midfield, so... I, I thought that he was going to come in to not replace John McGinn, but to just be there when it's not working and to... And to start every now and then as well, instead mm. of John McGinn, who, like I've said several times, just hasn't been performing for a very long time now either. Um, so it was 
we, we brought him in and he just wasn't starting. He was just sitting on the bench, 10, 15 minute cameos, if that, every yeah. now and then. And at, at times he, he was non-existent in those 10, 15 minutes. But what, what else is he supposed to do? You know, he's he's coming on with. It's not, no he's not a player you bring on to change himself. a game. He's a player you can no. bring on maybe to see out, see out a game. You know, he's not a creative force yeah. by any no, means. Exactly. You know, it's not it's not how he does his business. You know, um, no. So that's what that was the, the overwhelming thing. I, I I read a few things by you know guys that kind of focus on Villa and a lot of them. What is the prevailing thing was like you know one of the key things difference in this game reason. Yeah. Why fella had a lot of successes because that's had a formidable midfield for once. <laughs> yeah. It was it was weird to watch, mate, because we scored three minutes in three goals in fifteen minutes, and we the midfield was very strong. That was probably the strongest part of well, I, I say I say that we scored three goals in fifteen minutes, but the midfield was probably the strongest part of the part of the game from a Villa point of view anyway we were just so solid there and like uh like I mentioned everything was just working in sync that all of the cogs were turning at the same time um so yeah I think we'd be foolish not to not to start the same team unless there's unless there's an injury uh, just to keep that momentum going and those players that will be playing and the players that come on as well during the game Emery's going to be watching this every one of them will be fighting for their place Mm. That's that's what new manager bounce is. That's what it does. You know, as, as soon as that manager kind of says, "All right, this is my squad now," that's when things start to relax again a little bit, isn't it? Um, yeah. Which I don't necessarily think will be the case with Villa. Pardon me, sorry. I think because because of the type of manager that Emery is, I don't think he will allow the players to do that. Um, but yeah, I it's it's weird because I'm looking forward to watching us against Newcastle. And I'm looking forward to us, to my, to me watching us against the high flying Newcastle as well, which is this very Newcastle strange. side is exceptional, right? There's a couple of things that kind of go in your favour. Um, Isaac's out, uh, Saint Maximus out, and uh, Matt Ritchie's out as well, mate. Oh god, <laughs> <laughs> how <laughs> will we cope? <laughs> um, Joe Linton is also a doubt. Yeah, that actually does. That's a That'd significant. Be massive, yeah, yeah. Um, so that, that's probably mean a, that's probably going to mean a midfielder probably like. Bruno Shelby and no, I don't. I I don't think Shelby's. Do you not think? No, I think I think it will be Gibberish, Willick, and Longstaff, Ah, Sean and Matty. I can't. I I can't really remember which ones we start and which ones not. (laughs) (laughs) The difficulty when you get brothers on a side. (laughs) One of the Longstaffs, uh, Willick and Gibberish. I think will be the uh, yeah. That's fair enough. I mean, what what a miss Joel Linton would be, though. That's the thing. I think it'd be a, it's, it's house, doubtful. He's it? not. He's not real doubt. But um, I think he's took a wee knock or something. I think. Um, I think this. Yeah, game I mean, I, I hope he. I, re- I really hope he's out. Let's put it that way. I think this game's got potential to be an absolute, you know, a bit of like a, a bit of a corker, if I'm being honest. Because yeah. I, I Villa, said that Villa, last night. Yeah, yeah. Villa new Villa new manager bounce. I know we always like to talk about that, don't we? All the players would be up for it, wanting to prove something to the gaffer, and then you know. Newcastle are Newcastle right a good side. Yeah. Really, really good side. So it's it has got the makings of a of a really good sort of lower eight, like below eight <laughs> sort of like clash where two Advert sides are going to... for the Premier League. As yeah, as Jed would say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I... I uh, good advert for the Premier League. I think, it, I think um, it'll be a decent a decent game, that one. 
I'd love to nil, be able nil to written watch all it over it. Intro. Oh yeah, yeah, because you think <laughs> yeah. it's going to be decently good at work. You mean watch it? You know, it's going to be. I've got to be honest. I'd snap your hands off for a nil nil now. I'd, I'd, I'd I think I'd be a good result for that. To be honest, oh, 100 um, percent. So let's talk results, Philly. Uh, what, what do you see? Ah, <sighs> I'm I'm not naive enough to think that we're just going to go and win this. Three nil, no, it's it's, <laughs> 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 it's it's going to be a real tough game St James's Park is a fortress and on every one of the shows that I've done this week I did one um obviously last night and on the uh the 12th football's 12th man that I do with Dan Potts as well mm-hmm. I've been consistent so I'm going to stay consistent I'm going to say with my uh claret and blue tinted glasses off it's <sighs> going to be 2-1 Newcastle with the modern I'm going to say 1-1 one, one. Mm. I think I I, I, I can't see Newcastle in here. That's that's I, I, fair it's, enough. It's, it's, it's yeah. Park and uh, Newcastle are They're missing a couple of key players, but they're still a very very um, good side. It's that momentum that they've got behind them. Although it's new man. Well, we say new manager bounce. It's new manager coming in bounce. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think anything. Can manager gone bounce. <laughs> yeah, manager gone bounce. Uh, Stephen Gerrard must have been raging. He must be looking at Den Donker like in the midfield, dominating. Like who the fuck yeah. is that guy? <laughs> I've been calling him Den Donkey for the past two months. <laughs> um, yeah, I think uh, I, my gut tells me in Newcastle win. Jakey boy, where do you land? One all for me. One all, one, one each. Yeah, I'm going for a draw. I think Villa will be um, confident after last week. New manager. Mm. I think. I think it'll be one. I think it'll be a tough game. It, it, I was going to say very well we're... done for um, stepping into that Jed role. No, I do, I do, I do. I, I, I think I, normally I would, pop, I, you know, if it was a week ago, I'd have said Newcastle. But I think, I think Emery will have worked with the players in the week. They are confident coming off that four 0 I think that Villa will have a little bit extra in their locker. Uh, so yeah, it's a, it's a draw for me, one one. Mm. But a good I, entertaining draw. A good entertaining draw. <laughs> Can I tell a funny story about Jed? Before we, yeah, of course. Before we, so Please, we were waiting for, we were waiting for uh, Billy last night. And, you know, if you're not on the pod, you're getting bashed. Then, you know, who doesn't love a bit of Jed bashing? <laughs> One of the screamers' favourite pastimes. Anyway, so we were waiting for Billy. And... Um, I can't remember what happened, but I remember I was calling him a Tory. I was calling him a Tory <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> and um, he said, actually, I took a bunch political test and I landed right in the middle, right in the centre. Oh, I was like, of course oh, you oh. fucking did. <laughs> of course you did, Mr. Fucking Pencil. <laughs> He's such an advert oh, for like straight down the middle guy. <laughs> Uh, you can't write that can you (laughs) someone needs to edit a bit I'll I'll try and get onto it someone needs to edit a picture of someone sitting on a fence sitting on a fence and put uh, Jed's face on it Jed Jed on a fence Jed on a fence oh do you know what we could do we could change his picture to a fence on the Screamers website (laughs) 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 oh man that would be fucking great I'll I'll tell you what this will be a test to see if he listens this far oh I bet he definitely doesn't he'll see a clip and think what the fuck are they boys saying (laughs) right I think we should end it there boys but that was was a good wee good wee way to end the pod with a bit of Jed fashion fuck you Jed if you 
you are listening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, thank you very much for listening, folks. Uh, thank you very much for downloading. I had great downloads this week, great numbers this week, which is fantastic. Uh, please subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on. Uh, please leave a positive review if you don't mind. And uh, we shall see you on the next one. Sports Social Podcast Network.